You're listening to The Classroom Collaborative Podcast with your hosts, Dee Dee Wills Ed Brock And Adam Peterson Here we go We're so glad you're here Let's get started All right, everybody, welcome back to The Classroom Collaborative Podcast I am Adam Peterson Hello, I'm Dee Dee Wills And we are joined by our first dual guest interview today Super excited to be joined from San Diego, California with the amazing uh, husband-wife duo Shave, Dave, and uh, I put it together there. That was good. Dave and Shelly Burgess. How are you guys? Good, good. Thanks so much for having us on. We're happy to be here. Really appreciate you having us on the show. Well, we appreciate we love it. Here. Yeah, and we and love I'm it. Going to refer to you as that Shave Burgess now. That was. <laughs> I don't know what happened. My God. They won't respond. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's like an efficiency kind of title, so it just gets it out there really quick. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome. I want uh, to ask you a little bit about yourself and your history um, in the world of education. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll start. Um, I actually uh, started uh, my time in education. Been in education over twenty years. Started as actually a middle school teacher, um, primarily teaching seventh and eighth grade English, and then eventually moved into a language arts resource uh, coaching um, teacher at the middle school level, and then took the leap into administration and was um, actually just did some district office administration, um, running Title I programs and things early on, and then became a, a principal for several years, actually down in the Chula Vista area that we were just talking about where, where you grew up. Yeah. Um, so I was principal there for five years and then um, moved into a director of student achievement position and um, ultimately assistant superintendent of educational leadership. So doing a lot of um curriculum work and then also coaching and, and support and supervision of principals and then eventually moved into doing this stuff full time with uh wow. with my husband here with my better half <laughs> that's your cue yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's your cue yes you did all right so uh my my gateway drug into education was as a basketball coach and so um I was out of had graduated college and was figuring out what to do with my life and ended up taking a job as a basketball coach at a local high school. Loved working with the kids so much. Went back at night school to get my teaching credential. And actually it was in those night classes that I met Shelly because yeah. we met <laughs> we met in the credential program um, taking night classes. And so uh, then got a teaching job and taught for 17 years at West Hills High School here in San Diego. Um, and towards the partway through that, uh, I wrote a little book and yeah. um, that book kind of set us off on a new journey and doing Dave Burgess Consulting, which we now do full time. So we're in the business right here from our house. Yep. Nice. That's awesome. And nice. I'd, love to, I'd love to ask about you guys first, because I, I think you probably hear this too, that when everybody hears the name Dave Burgess for Sally Burgess, they automatically think teach like a pirate, right? Like, but you guys are teachers too. And it's not just authors and, and sharing this inspiration and speaking, you, you, you truly write about what you know. And that's what speaks volumes about your, your line. So you already mentioned Dave Burgess Inc. Um, talk about the evolution of that. So Teach Like a Pirate came out. Um, I know Shelly, you've written Lead Like a Pirate. There, there. I think the last time I checked, there's 90 plus books on your, your yeah. repertoire. Is that right? Yeah, it's a little crazy. It's a little crazy right now. Wow. It has. It's really taken off. Yeah. So kind of the, a little bit of the origin story of that is I, I was traveling around and speaking and doing the Teach Like a Pirate workshop everywhere. And then uh, one day, it was a, a coffee shop in Washington, D.C. at the NCSS conference, actually. I had done a session, and someone had sat in on the session, and they came up to me afterwards, and they said they wanted to meet with me. They were from a publishing company. And so they, they offered me a publishing contract. And the story I always tell is I go straight, I went straight up into my hotel room, and I Googled publishing contracts. <laughs> <laughs> 
thought she was trying to cheat me. And then when I Googled publishing contracts, I came to find out she was not trying to cheat me. That's what they look like. Right. It was a ski mask and a gun. I couldn't believe it. It's like, wait a second, I'm going to write this book. It's my intellectual property. I'm going to travel around and speak about it. I'm going to build a social media platform. And like, you make how much money? And I make how much money? It just didn't make any sense to me. And they wanted to take creative control of the project. They wanted to remove the edgy stuff. Uh, they said it was too personal. Um, and they wanted to make all these changes to my book that I didn't want to have, I didn't want to see done. I think and one so, of them was even that nobody will ever buy a book called Teach Like Pirate. You have to change oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they said, our, we've talked to our marketing department and they said that you're going to have to change your entire title because no one will buy a book with that cheesy title. And I was like, wait a second, I've been branding around this title for years, you know? Right. And so uh, we ended up doing a ton of research. We found out that we did not need to, to, to sign one of those contracts and that the industry was um, based on an outdated model. The publishing industry is based on an outdated model. And so whenever you see something based on an outdated model, that means it's time for it to be disrupted. And so we uh, formed our own publishing company. And we published Teach Like a Pirate right from the kitchen table, right off a laptop at the kitchen table is where we published the book. I love and it. then in the process of learning how to get it to learning how to get it to spread, we learned a ton of stuff about marketing and publishing. And so other people started to come to us and say, hey, we don't want to sign those contracts either. Like, how are you doing this? And eventually we just decided, you know what? Let's find people with powerful complimentary messages and we'll put their books out too. Yeah. And so now like we do have over 90 books um, and we still, we still run the, the business basically from the kitchen table. Yeah. Uh, Shelly works at the desktop right here. I work at my laptop and that's where Dave's consulting happens. Yeah. And it was never, it was never really the intent to do anything beyond teach like a pirate. That wasn't, um, wasn't where we were. And we actually, we tell the story sometimes too, that we literally were like walking our dogs one day and just, you know, like, like Dave said, people had been talked to us and just like, you know, we could do this for people. Like, you know, we, we have a team. I bet they'd work with us again. I bet. And so it really, it was just kind of an organic evolution um, if you would have asked us, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago that we would be, you know, running this publishing company and, and putting out other educators books, we would have, I mean, it wasn't even a, a vision for us at that time. So, so let, yeah. let's, let's uh, set the record straight for the people that doubted it. How many copies sold now for Teach Like a Pirate? Close I, to half a million. I think we're, we're getting up on half a million copies. Wow. With, wow. a, with a with a terrible title. Imagine that. How is, how is, <laughs> that is great. Congratulations. A, like a brilliant title like they wanted. Like, uh, five, 500 ways to engage students. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that would fall off the shelves, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Congratulations. I wanted, that's awesome. I, yeah, I wanted to say something that you said, Dave, that you said anything is based on an outdated model. Right. And when we think about education, um, not only in the publishing world, but also in the education world, there's a lot of things that are happening in schools and districts that are really based on an outdated model. And, and, and they're not sometimes those big entities like a publishing house or maybe a school district can't keep up with, you know, the changes that are happening so quickly and so, so much more for the benefit for the better. So I love that you said that I wrote that down. I'm like, make that into a meme or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely true. It's that, that, that in the educational world is the same way is that it's, it's, it's a mindset. It's a way of looking at the world and mm -hmm. saying, like, Hey, why do we still do it like this? Like, this is not, this does not match the reality of mm -hmm. the current world anymore, but what, yet we're still, we're still doing it like this. And so it's always looking for ways that, um, you know, you can, you can be disruptive when you see something like that. Well, it's one of the things that we love about the work that we do now and um, really helping to, you know, the, the books that we do, you know, we believe so much in the authors and the, the educators that we work with and all of the authors that, that 
published with DBC or practitioners. There are people who are in schools, they're in classrooms, they're um, running schools, they're running districts, you know, they're, they're teaching every day and, and they are people that are doing things differently and, um, you know, innovating and, and making shifts and changes where they are. And so that's actually one of the things that we love about the work is being able to help amplify some of those um, really cool things, you know, that actually are happening out in schools and classrooms. And, you know, schools get, schools get beat up all the time for the, the, you know, the, the challenges and the, you know, we hear negative things about schools all the time. And we love the opportunity to highlight the things that are working well in mm. schools and the, yeah. you know, spotlight the, the things that are different and sort of pushing the boundaries and, and doing things in a more innovative way. So that's, that's one awesome. of the things we love about what we do. You know, the, use the word amplify, and that's that's so true. Every one of your books that I've read, I'm I'm not I'm going to admit I haven't read all ninety, but I've got a couple what? of those bundles coming my way. I'm, I'm ordering I mean, those today. Alicia Ray is the only person who's read all ninety. The word amplify is a perfect way to describe because every one that I've read, it, none of your books are saying you must do this or this is the model you have to follow or this 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 is the way to do it. It's saying here's what's going on in your classroom. Here's a way to make it even different or better. Here's an idea to try, and they're all about just saying, look what you're doing is awesome as a teacher but try this, or here's what I've done, try this. And I think that's what speaks volumes. There's, they're all so authentic. Like every single one of your books are authentic because like you said, they're from someone who's lived it and done it and, and just sharing their story. That's, Thank that, you. that's exactly what we're trying to do is to free people up to tell their story. And like the people come to me all the time and say like, how come you didn't put this in your book? How come you didn't write about this? Like I and I always tell them, hey, it wasn't supposed to be the encyclopedia of teaching. <laughs> yeah. These are things that work for me. I'm telling my story. This is my manifesto of what I found successful with students. And I'm now sharing it with the world. And so that's what we're trying to do is find other people who have been successful in their classrooms or in their leadership roles or whatever it might be and free them up to tell their story, write their manifesto. So I, I know you've told your story and you shared your story about how you work from home. I mean, when you're not traveling and working with schools, this is, this is full time at that table, at that desk, just shooting things back and forth, writing, publishing, doing it all, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's a, um, you know, it's, it's kind of an interesting um, place to be, right? It's the, when you run your own, when you run your own business, you know, you're really never off. That, you know, there, there's just, there's always more to do. There's always something to do. But I think over time we've, we've found ways to, you know, bring some balance. You know, it also gives us lots of flexibility. You know, as the kids were growing up, we have two kids um, now, um, 18 and 16. But over the last several years, being able to be home and, and you know, drive carpool when, you know, I didn't ever get to do that as an administrator. I didn't yeah. get to drive carpool. You know, so, so it's given us lots of flexibility um, in addition to, um, in addition to that, you know, it is a, you really are never off. Um, but, but we love it. We like, we like working for ourselves. We like working with the people that we do. We have a great team um, around us and, you know, as, as you know, work with great authors like yourself. So um, thank you. I don't know, you want to add anything to that? Yeah. So the, uh, <laughs> like, yes, I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, she, she's probably better at the work-life balance <laughs> and the, the ability to, 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 to be off. And whereas it's possible that maybe if you tweet me at any time of the day, I might respond. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I have a little more uh, problems disconnecting from social media and stuff like that. There's but no maybe in that. That you can remove the maybe from that. Yeah. Dave, but you're so. my people. You're my people. Today, uh, today on Adam and Didi, we. <laughs> I know. But I, I want to say too, one thing. The important part of what we do though is the authentically connecting with educators. 
and building communities around messages. So whereas like the, we think that's one of our secrets is that it's like the big, big publishing companies, maybe they buy an ad, you know, but that's not how, that's not how we do it. We go out and authentically interact with educators and build communities around our messages. The book is the start of the message. That's just the starting point. And now let's connect, let's collaborate, let's build a community around this, a place where you can go and connect with other people, like-minded people who are, are using these ideas. And mm -hmm. so uh, I think the community building part of Dayburgers Consulting is one of our secrets. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. one of the things actually we love about our, you know, the authors that we work with. You know, everyone, we, everyone who writes with us, they're writing with us because they're incredibly passionate about the work that they do. And what, what that means when they're bringing, the pa bringing that passion with them is they, they want to connect with other people to spread. It's, it isn't about them wanting to sell a book. It's about them wanting to spread their message. And, you know, almost every single author that we work with, you know, you send them a direct message on, on Twitter. You tell them that you're reading their book. You know, hey, we're doing a book study. They, they are the, the first to say, hey, let me jump in and do a Google Hangout with, with people. They People ask questions, they respond. Because it's for them, it's, it's the the connections and helping people um, do the work that mm -hmm. really is, is what's most important to them. It's really what we love about working with, um, with our authors. Right. Uh, Cause so hopefully, Oh, now come on oh, now, go Adam. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just sitting here going like, Oh, like, cause we've talked about my book that's coming out before on episodes. So. <laughs> um, what I was going to say, and then Adam, we can cut you in. Okay. But what I was going to say, <laughs> was that hopefully when somebody finishes reading the book, that's not the end of their work. And so what you're saying is it's just an extension of yep. taking that message and what are my next steps or how do I continue the passion? Because oftentimes you'll read something, you're like, oh, that's a good idea. And you put it down and then you never go back to it, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So, right. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think a difference, a lot of our authors, so you put it down and you have a question and you send a tweet or a message, you know, a message to the author and say, hey, I have some questions and they're going to re respond. They're going to interact with you. They'll jump on phone calls with you. I don't know if people do phone calls anymore. Maybe they jump on <laughs> hangout, you know, they jump on hangouts with it. That they, they want to continue the discussion and they wanted to continue the discussion with you, which is awesome. And if they don't respond, they get like a... Uh, <laughs> If they don't respond, they get like a Godfather type message from me. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly's are, Shelly's are the, the, hey, how's it going? And then Dave jumps in. <laughs> yeah, be warned, Adam. Yeah. All right. Good to know. No, I, I'm trying. I'm trying. No, I, I, if, someone, if someone mentions your book in social media, Adam, you better show up like they just put a bat light in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'll be there. Don't you worry. But I, I want to go back to what you said about uh, people who not not trying to sell a book. that just want to share an idea. And. That, that means a lot to me because when I first reached out to you guys and, and kind of started this journey with, with my book that's coming out later next year, I, I had no intention of writing a book. And I think in my proposal to you, I even put this, that this came from a comment on social media when I shared a question out there, like, tell me all the fun things you're doing this month in your classroom. And someone said, we don't get to do fun things. We have to teach curriculum. And I was like, Whoa, what? Like, that's, that's where mine started. It was a true desire to help another educator and, and yeah. then that one will spread to another and another and another. So yep. it's true. Every book I keep saying, that, every book I've read is, is written in that, that sense that it was, I think it was somebody's idea that was probably sparked by a question from another educator or someone saw something and said, you should write a book, you know? So yeah, yeah. It's, it's so true. Yeah. So Dee, do you want to, you want to lead into what we're going to do now? That'll be so much fun. Yeah. We're going to play a game. <laughs> so um, <laughs> now, 
There's a lot of listeners who will probably not know this TV show, game show. It's called Newlywed Game, right? Is that, did they remake that? <laughs> I don't know if they did We're or gonna not. We're going to be bad at this. Okay. <laughs> but, but anyhow, um, they had this, they had the show where you would ask a couple, they, they would only been married under two years, I think. Why do I know the history of this game so much? I, you watched but a it, lot, I guess. <laughs> apparently. Bob Eubanks and I were like that. Anyhow, so I'm going to ask, my first question is for Shelly. And Shelly, you're going to write your answer. And then Dave's going to answer it. And we're going to see if you guys match. Okay. Okay. All right. So here is your first question. Don't peek. Don't peek. Uh, Shelly, who is more of a morning person, you or Dave? I say at this point of our life, it's me. See, see, I, that's exactly, no, I put it was me. But <laughs> I, I actually was having that thought. It was like, it's really kind of always been I'm the morning person and he's the night person. But now he's just not sleeping as much. So he's up on social media at like four in the morning. So traditionally it's me, but I'd say over the, he's right. Over the last like year, I want to stay in bed an extra half an hour and he gets up. <laughs> because he's on that, that bike that he's always riding all the time that he's posting pictures of. Yeah, I'm rolling out of bed and getting on the pedal. So I will say it was kind of a trick question because it's like, well, over 21 years of marriage, me, but the last year, yeah, you. Year two, right. you've, you've shifted. We have all right. shifted. All right. all right. So Dave, all this right. one's for you. Dave, you're gonna write down. Shelly, you're gonna you're gonna answer. Uh, this actually, I, I came up with this question because my wife and I got asked this in the same type of game one time. Um, who has the bigger sweet tooth? Who hits the dessert table before oh. the meal? Yeah, this one's easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got my answer written down. Yeah, that's hundred percent, Dave. I don't eat sweets. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Good for you. All right. And, and just so you know. Ice cream. That's the secret. Ice Halo, cream. Top, Halo top ice cream now. Yes. Oh, you love ice cream. I Halo love ice cream. Halo top protein ice cream. Let's do it. So, so for those of you who have not joined their um, mailing list, and their newsletter, you need to because they send out this uh, Sunday 7th. That goes to your newsletter, right? Yeah. You may like it. And they always share their their favorite sweets. And I've 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 tried out different bars and ice creams and candies. So so I get it. I follow I follow that quite a bit. Halo Top is, is pretty. All right. <laughs> Question three is you, Didi. All right. Uh, this is Shelly, you're gonna write this answer down. Who's the better driver? <laughs> I hear moaning in the background. Okay. All so right, the better, let's the better driver is definitely me. Dave. <laughs> All right. There you go. If we're together in the car, I'm driving. Always. Oh, my God. Is there All a right. story there, or we're just going to let it go with that? No, no, no. It's not a story. It's just of course, the, you're the yeah. only one of the two of us who's run out of gas or, like, yeah. But only, like, six or seven times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. All right. Question. Yeah, I just don't like to drive. So. That's, that's good. Uh, question four, right? TD, is that what we're on? Yeah. All right, so um, what would Shelly say is the best quality about herself? Wow, that's a hard question. What would I say? Why don't you just answer? No. <laughs> just tell and me. And then you'll say, you're right, you're right. I know. What is the best quality about me? Um, it's not my sense of humor. <laughs> he just smiles. Okay. You know, He's like, <laughs> He's like oh, don't answer it. <laughs> Don't give it away. Don't give I it away. Any good qualities. I, <laughs> um, do you want me to take her off the hook? Yeah. Uh, Go for it. What do you say, Dave? And um, I don't know. That doesn't really even seem like a 
I put loyal friend. Oh, oh that is a good, good quality. One. That's a very yeah. good quality. And I think that shines through in, in, in posts and emails and all kinds of stuff for sure. Oh, well, thanks. Oh, that was nice. And I'm a good wife. Indeed. Yeah. All right. I don't know why that one stumped me. That's a tough one to talk about yourself sometimes. It is. I, yeah, I think so. I too. can I talk think... about myself a lot. You just threw me off. You threw me off. Yeah. <laughs> well, then this isn't going to be fair because, you know, obviously, you know, Dave, the next question is, you know, the question for Shelly is, Dave, what's Dave's, what do you think Dave would say his best quality would be? My best quality? Uh, oh, I have don't, to don't, don't say yeah, she's gonna tell us first. Oh. He's like, I got a list. Okay. Okay. Go. Uh, so I'm gonna say it's um energy. Energy. I I would agree, just from knowing you the little yeah, bit that I do. I put sense of humor. Sense of humor. I like that one too. Yeah, Very that good. one's good. You know, it's hard when you have so many great qualities just to say which is the best one, right? right? Is that what's going on here? Uh. That's exactly what's going on. Like, which I could give you a list of ten, but you want me to give me just the top? That's impossible. I know. I know. Right? Yeah. All right. No, so this one's going to be fun, Dave. You're going to write this one down. Um, Shelly, we'll see if you can match him. What would Dave say? Or Dave, write this down. What of all the ones created? on TV's movie or, or however, who would Dave say, or Dave, who is your favorite or the best pirate character from a TV show or a movie? So I'm writing down what I think Shelly's gonna you're, say? No, you're writing down yours and Shelly's gonna see if she can match what you wrote down. Oh, okay. So favorite pirate character? Dave's favorite pirate character from a TV show or a movie. Got it. All right, Shelly, what do you think he said? Well, so the actor, I put Johnny Depp, but. Yeah. I put Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow, say it, yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, we got a match. We got That's a match. Good. I figured that was coming from the from one of the opening quotes in Teach Like a Pirate, because you've got that right on on chapter one. But uh, That's right. That's I didn't right. know if, you, if you'd go that way or, or like hook or what you go with, but that's 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 awesome. Very good. Very good. All right. So I, feel we, I feel like we ended on a success. That was good. You I did. think you were, you were, you were yeah, the, the score was higher than it was missed. That's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> all, all right, in all. So to, to end this out, I see your dogs running around back there too. <laughs> They're like, we want to go for a walk. <laughs> There's something big coming up this summer. So we're recording this in December, but right at the end of 2019. And I know anybody that follows you guys on social media has seen this enormous announcement you guys did. I'm so bummed. I, I say bummed, but I'm excited because I'm going to be on an awesome vacation, but I'm bummed to be missing. Tell us about this event you have coming up in June. Yeah, so it's called DBC PirateCon. Hashtag DBC PirateCon. It's June 12th to 14th in San Diego, California, right here. And it's going to be incredible. Every single session is going to be conducted by a DBC or Impress author. Uh, and so we have uh, giant, huge keynote presentations. I'm going to give the opening keynote. We have George Kuros, uh, Hamish Brewer, who wrote Relentless for us, is giving a keynote. Uh, Kim Bearden, co-founder of the Ron Clark Academy, is giving a keynote. Jimmy Casas of, of Culturize Bain is giving a keynote. And then plus every, every single session time, there's going to be like 12 to 13 different choices of authors to go see. And it's going to be two, basically two and a half days. And it's going to definitely be an experience. 
That's oh awesome. Yeah. I so amazing. wish I could be there. We had this this cruise planned before that was announced. But um, I think one thing that's really cool too, I know being someone who's writing with you guys, I saw some stuff come out. You got some, and I don't know, maybe we're not going to say them, but you got some exciting additions too as well, right? It's not just sessions during the day or just a straight up conference. There's some different things going on at this conference too, right? Can we, can we talk about those or are those secret things for people or how's that going to work? Um, you know, we can talk about, we can talk about a couple, um, for sure. Um, so one of the things that we're doing is we're building in, um, really kind of some, uh, around the edges sort of passion time, just some cool things. So, um, and different authors and things are hosting them. So like it is an example of the kind of thing that might happen like during those, during the course of the couple of days is like, um, magic show at midnight with, Dave Burgess, or um, we've talked about, you know, like Wisdom and Wine with, you know, Beth Huff and Shelley Burgess, or so we have, we have our authors are working um, with us on planning things that, that um, are around, you know, you might get the opportunity to run with Adam Welcome at 6am in the morning. So, so things that um, our authors are, are passionate about, apparently I'm passionate about wine, but um, <laughs> things that our authors are, are passionate about and inviting people in to um, experience that with them. So we're looking forward to that. We have a, um, a treasure hunt that is um, being built into the conference. And um, those are at least a couple of things. We have, you know, an, uh, sort of a kickoff uh, the Friday night before the conference. We have an after party um, going on. So, so yeah, so, so we're not going to reveal everything, but, but we do have um, some things that, that we're looking forward to creating to make the, the conference um, you know, a great place to come and learn, but also a great place to come and, and get to know um, get to know each other and, and have some fun. Very cool. So needless to say, it's going to be a conference unlike any other. How can people sign up? Where do they go to register? What's, what's the best way to do that and reserve their spot? So if you go to DaveBurgessConsulting.com, there's a whole page for DBC PowerCon. There's a tab at the top. And so you can go there and register. And if you go use the hashtag, if you go to the hashtag DBC PirateCon on social media, you'll find a whole bunch of details there as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so June 2020, can't wait. That's going to oh be awesome. Gosh, and so what better fun. place than sunny California? Teachers take a little vacation and head there and, and hit yeah. up the sites while you're there. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I know that you have, you know, teach like a pirate and lead like a pirate. So this conference would be great for uh, teachers, classroom teachers, but also administrators, right? Absolutely. We have, yeah. we have yeah. lots of uh, different strands that are running through the conference. So we have an entire leaderships and, uh, and culture strand. Uh, we have a teaching strand that kind of like the teaching strategies, techniques, engagement, things like that. Um, there's a strand about math and science. There's a social justice and equity strand. There's a, uh, so there's lots of different technology, paths, technology, technology, technology yeah. strand. And so no matter what you're into in education, there's going to be an incredible number of sessions that are tailor-made just for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. excellent. Very cool. Well, we've mentioned a ton of, of books and ideas and whatnot. And I feel like from following you both on social media, I feel like a new book is announced every single day. What's, what's next or new upcoming that, that you guys can, can mention like that, that might be announced soon or, or what's, what's on the horizon before PirateCon for, for DBC? Yeah, so we have an incredible number of books coming out between now and PirateCon. Um, and I can tell you that just, just this week, what we released was called, it's called The Collaborative Classroom by Trevor Muir. And it's fantastic. It's all about, uh, you, you can't possibly have been an educator without having a group project nightmare at some point in your life, right? And so what he's done is just put together an incredible book about how to do group projects, how to do collaborative work. 
And I mean, what point in history have we ever needed more to, uh, more taught on collaboration right. <laughs> yes. and yes. how to come to a consensus and how to work together as people. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we're super excited about the collaborative classroom, which we just put out this week. Yeah. Well, and, I, and I'll add a book that we um, released right before that. Um, I know you said about what's coming up, but I, I want to share this one as well that we had because this one that we're, we're really proud of is um, a book that is called It's Okay to Say They. Yes. And it's a, a book that it's it's okay to say they um, tips for um, educator allies of transgender and non-binary students. And um, it's a it's a really important book. It's a it's a space that um, it's it's very much needed. Um, mm -hmm. educators and, and people who work in schools um, need information and, and I think want information about yeah. how best to create um, safe and supportive and inclusive environments for all students, including um, students who are non-binary and transgender. So um, that is a, a book that we're, we're really proud of uh, that, that came out right before. So, um, so and, and then as Dave said, we have um, lots, of, lots of projects coming up, including a great one by Adam Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> I know that guy. I know that guy. I, know. I cannot I know. wait. Yeah, who's the, who's that guy? Now I got to say too, with with that in the works right now, um, listeners, when when Dave and Shelley talk about their 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 team or their, I, I don't know if you use this word, but I use this family like structure of your business. It, it's it's amazing. I've had some phone calls with with you know like high level developmental editing people who work with with big time authors and companies, and they've made me feel so welcome. So I, I've chatted with Sal. And uh, Olson, their development editor, who sent me mm -hmm. my my notes. It's amazing the work that the, the team you've put together. We mentioned Marisol as well. Um, it, it just blows my mind how much of a family this company really is. And I I, I hope that says it right. Um, Thank you. I, I'm so honored to be a part of this 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 family. So it I cannot wait to release this book. I really can't. Yeah, we, we're, <laughs> we're, we're excited for the project too, and that is absolutely what we're trying to do. Is as we scale, we don't want to scale past that point where we lose that family-like atmosphere and feeling. And so that's, uh, we're super thankful for you to say that. All right. Well, we are about out of time on this. So we're going to end it out. Um, we'll post in the show notes so everybody can find you guys. So yep. thank you both for sitting down with us. We really oh, appreciate this more than you know. Thanks for having us. We really enjoyed it. All right. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the Classroom Collaborative Podcast. If you are enjoying these episodes, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you are finding them. And share and rate it so others can find it as well. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.